God, Father, that that, that our foundation be you and you alone, Jesus. That you are their cornerstone for their marriage, God. Father, I pray that you guide their marriage, comfort their marriage, lead their marriage, God.
pray that you keep calling to him, speaking to him, God. Father, I pray that he has ears to hear you and a heart that's open to you.
with Jake, Lord. I thank you that Jake has been brought into this group and he's able to be a brother and son, Lord, here. Father, I thank you for Parker, Lord. I'm so grateful for Parker and all the wisdom that he brings us, Jesus. Father, I pray for Chaz, Lord. I thank you for Chaz. I thank you for Sam. I thank you for Bailey, Jared, and Janessa, Lord. I thank you for all the ones that are here tonight. Thank you, Jesus. love to you, Jesus. I thank you for all the ones I can think of. Father, we pray for protection. Father, we pray for the Holy Spirit. Thank you. 
speaks to us. Our hearts will be receptive, Lord, that we wouldn't we wouldn't be caught off to the right or to the left, Father. That we'll, so we'll keep our focus right on the words coming out of His mouth, because we know the words that He's speaking are from heaven, Lord. And why why would we want to hear anything else than something from heaven, Father? We thank you, Lord, for Garrett for his preparation and the time that he took to drudge through the Word and to, to find something wonderful to share to us. With your help, we thank you, Father. We Jesus, praise you. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, I push back the darkness and the yes, battle of the yes, room, Father. Yes. Whatever whatever the enemy's trying to mess up, whatever yes. big thing that you're trying to accomplish tonight, Father, yes. let our own hearts and our minds not get in the way, yes. Jesus, but we are prepared and we are ready for you, Lord. If there's yes. things in our yes. hearts yes. that we need to let go, that we need to repent of, Lord, so that we can be in oneness and we can be clear with you, Father, help yes. us to do so. In Jesus' name. Yes, Jesus. Jesus, I pray that the words that he speaks, if we need convicted by him, let him convict our hearts. Let us not be offended, Lord, if he calls us out. If he says something that we need to hear that we may not want to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm I'm pretty excited to see what happens because I went to go take notes earlier and God literally told me to not take any notes. Praise God. Just to do what I had written down and then see where it goes from there. Yeah, you're right. So I take notes all the time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, of course, it's the Christmas season. Yes. Um, what's the best part about Christmas? My family. Your family? Wrong. Presents, obviously. I think family. Jesus. It's I think, Jesus, I but family. I like his answer because it goes with my thing. My presents? Yeah, presents. I Gifts. Think, I think family's a big one, though. Yeah, family's a big one. S. Gift, like just do gift. Yeah, because my title is called "What Gift Could You Get a King?" What gift could you give a king? Yeah, a crown, for real. That's true. There we have crowns. Yeah. Anyway, um, so something you may know not know about me is I love to give presents, but I'm really hard to get gifts for because there's nothing I want. My parents and all my other family members will ask me for months what I want for Christmas, and I am just now figuring out what I want for Christmas a couple weeks in advance because there's nothing that I want because I either buy it myself or it doesn't matter to me. Ooh, yeah, I just go out and buy it if I want it. Um, but uh, you know, a lot. So when you when you have someone you love, you want to give them gifts. And I was thinking about it the other day like the past couple weeks anyway, and, you know, God gave us the greatest gift of all, his son, well, two greatest gifts, his son, and through his son, we were able to receive grace um, through his son coming to earth and dying for us. And it, it got me thinking, like, if we love God so much, what are the things that we could get someone who doesn't need anything else? What can we possibly get for someone that created the entire universe and already has everything at the palm of his hand? one of them uh but he brought me to the uh the story of the wise men and this is going to be in matthew not mark thank you matthew uh chapter two and it's gonna be one through eleven says after jesus was born in bethlehem in judea during the time of king herod magi from the east came to jerusalem and asked where is the one who has been born king of the jews we saw that his star when it rose and have come to worship him When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. 
When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will become a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. When Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared, he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On the, coming it to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. So I know we've heard the story however many times through our lives, you know, around Christmas time. Um, and we always think of the gifts that they bring were just the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But I want to talk to you about the four other gifts that were brought that night and what we can do to give to God and give to other people. Um, it's going to be time. Guess what? Money. Time. Money. <laughs> time. Talents. Fourteen. You got it? Yes. <laughs> Treasures. One more tea. Got one more tea. Testimony. Hey yo. What would you have thought if I, the last one was like an H? I, <laughs> I gotta say, a little gift here for you is that you just look absolutely good today. He's been working out with me. Thanks, buddy. Working out, you like a soldier right now. Appreciate it. I'm a soldier in the Lord's army. Um, But the first one uh, we're going to talk about is uh, is time. So you know, a lot, a lot of times, haha, when you ask people why they didn't, you know, read the Bible or why they don't go to church or why they don't pray or you know whatever it may be or why they they didn't serve, they always say they didn't have time. Right. And we ask, I ask my teens every week, I'm like, why didn't you read your Bible? And they said, I don't have time. I said, I looked them in the eyes. I said, quit giving me excuses. <laughs> I was like, just tell me you didn't read it. Don't tell me you don't have time. I was like, because I know you're playing video games or you're talking to your girlfriend or you're doing whatever when you could be spending it in the word or spending it with other people, other uh, people of God. And, uh, you know, in... In James 4.14, it says, You do not know what will happen tomorrow for what is life. It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. So why are we wasting times on our time on things of this world instead of things of heaven? Why are we wasting it on things that aren't going to matter instead of wasting it on the one who created time? Something you're going to notice with all these gifts, because, of course, everything we have in this life, every single thing down to the smallest, even like hair on our head, was all given to us by God. And each one of these gifts are us getting back what was already his. So when we don't give him back what was already his, it's selfish of us because it doesn't belong to us anyway. And time is one of the most important things because one of the the easiest thing to do, like, have you ever asked your parents what they want for their birthday or something and just, it's just spend time with them. Mm -hmm. And then you get mad because you spend time with your parents all the time. 
and you're like, I don't want to do that. Like, but they want like a close, intimate time when you guys are actually going to sit down and talk to each other, where you guys can actually like learn more about each other instead of like, like right now I see my mom like probably about an hour a day just from how busy she is and how busy I am and everything. You know, I'm the oldest kid in the house now. I don't matter. Um, all the other like younger kids matter way more than I do. Um, if you don't know, I have eight siblings. So if that helps you do the math on how low on the totem pole I am now. Uh, but I know every time I get to see my mom, like that time is so much more important because there's so much less of it now. So why is it not the same way with our Heavenly Father? We know we don't have that much time on this earth, so why in the world are we not spending as much time bringing him here as we are with things of this world? Because before we know it, we're going to be gone, and this life will be a wash. Nothing that we would have done on this world will matter if it's not, if we're not doing it for God. So time is the first one. Spending time with him and using your time to build things on earth for the kingdom. And the next one is talents. Somebody, somebody give me a talent they use for the kingdom that's not like a traditional talent. Uh, well, I knew you were coming. I don't know why. I knew it was going to uh, happen. Uh, uh, creativity. Creativity. Okay. That's good. That's good. Yoga. Being able to make analogies and stuff like that. No, but yoga could be. I'm pretty flexible. Yoga could be a talent, though. Like, that, like, that actually brought me good, to a good point that I was going to go to. Was that like no matter what it looks like, you can still use it for the glory? Because you know, yeah, you can do a yoga ministry if you really wanted to. Like Christian yoga. I'm starting something. Christian yoga. I'm yeah. Now. What? What? Nah. But that's the thing. Like, not all of us are called to be teachers, preachers, and singers and drummers or whatever you're supposed to be. You're supposed to use the talent you have to bring people to the kingdom. You're supposed to be able to like. If you want to start like a, a yoga ministry to bring people to the kingdom, you can call it like Hunter's Yoga Church. Hunter talks too much. Hunter's Yoga Church, yeah. Who said that one? Me. That was a good one. Hunter's Yoga Church. Uh, if you want to have like a car ministry, we have a Jeep ministry at our church. Like, yeah, we have the Jeep. I don't actually know what's driven by faith. That's what oh, yeah. we have like a four cylinder church or something. <laughs> The Church of the Four Cylinders. Like, Parker has his uh, gaming thing in school now. A gaming ministry. I've seen that. Did you what? Actually, Parker? No, he doesn't have a gaming ministry. He's, like, doing, like, eSports stuff at school. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I was going to say, yeah, so, so we have clubs at school, and the, teacher, the teachers do. come up with the clubs, and I'm like, we do Smash Bros. Oh, yes. That's so, sick. Yeah. See, but you can use whatever talent you have to still further the kingdom. And, and the, uh, okay. Well, never mind. I'll tell the story later. Okay, because I want to know. Yeah. Um, also, I want eggnog. I want you to. I want to tell you that now. I want eggnog. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was thinking, I'll have eggnog by Christmas. I was thinking about that earlier. Um, but anyway, because the the only way that the wise men were able to know where the star, what the star meant, was by their talents, by being knowledgeable of the uh, Old Testament, the prophecies. We were talking about the eggnog. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That was my bad. All right, restart, please. We were talking about the eggnog. I'm sorry. That's my fault. So I mean, that's all me. You brought up the nog, so really, yeah. Yeah. All hell the nog. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, 
Um, and the, the big thing with our talents is we have to cultivate them. We have to be like giving them to God and let him use them. Because it says somewhere in the Bible, and uh, Parker may know where I'm, what I'm talking about, where it talks about like if you don't use the gifts you're given, they'll be cast away. Or something along those lines. Hit us with it, Parker. I, I, I would... I would not be surprised if that's in there, but I don't. Okay, I, don't I preached on it one time. Hey, does anybody have that. Google on their phone? Let's look it up. <laughs> yeah, you can look it up if you want to, but I'm going to keep going. Because um, the thing is, like, if you don't cultivate them and use them for the kingdom, they can, they can disappear. Like, for instance, like, I didn't sing for a long time because I was, like, in, like, school... I felt bad about my singing because I never got a solo in show choir and stuff like that. So I didn't sing for a long time. I didn't sing in church. I didn't sing like anywhere else until I started coming to Committed and we started worshiping more. And I'm now starting to find the notes that I lost a long time ago. The notes. I'm starting to be able to. Yeah. It was rough in the get. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it really yeah, no. was. I'm starting to. I'm starting to find. Yeah. Seriously. I'm starting to find the voice again because I'm letting him cultivate it. I'm letting my talents be used for what they're supposed to be used for. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you thinking of Proverbs eighteen sixteen? A man's gifts makes room for him and brings him before a great man. Nope. No, but I know, like what, I know what I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I don't remember. It's, I, like, it's like the old saying, like use it before it's gone. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. I was thinking use it or lose it. I love the fact that you like could have just said it way easier than what it already. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I heard. Right after she, yeah, Dolly, that's awesome. Yeah, she shredded that guitar. She should say, "Do you know about the Lord, Jesus?" All right, All right pause here. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, so that's the that's the end for talents. Yes, Dolly Parton can use her talents to spread Jesus. Also, Dolly Parton can too. That's what I said, Dolly Parton. That's what I said. What did it sound like I said? Um. So then the next part. That's it for treasure. Yeah, that uh, that was talents. Yeah. The next one is treasure. All right, someone say the treasures that they brought real quick. Who can do it? What treasures did the wise men bring? I'm teaching you. Bowl of frankincense and myrrh. Good job, buddy. I'm proud of you. Thanks, babe. Uh, thanks, buddy. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what I call them at the gym. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> it really is. That's like true. I'm stealing. He either calls me little guy or babe. Thanks, little man. Thanks, little man. Okay, so do you know the significance of each treasure? No. I even told you the other day in the gym and you don't remember. I forgot. But that's okay. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, so, you know, as a kid, you think, like, oh, one guy brought him gold. He's awesome. And then the other people, like, brought frankincense and myrrh. It's like, those guys are poor or something. Yeah, like, they couldn't bring anything better than frankincense and myrrh. Yeah. Classic kid response. Um, but in all reality, the, col- the gold stood for kingship. The frankincense stood for worship, and the myrrh was for death and mourning. So each, can, you, can you say this for you one more time? Yeah. So gold is for kingship. Frankincense is for worship. And then myrrh is for death and mourning. You need to, you want to know how to spell That's why when you go to shoot a deer, you say myrrh. <laughs> that's really the reason. Dude, for real. That's the really reason why. And then you stop and you shoot him. I'm t- whether that's true or not, it is in my book now. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But that is good. That's a good word. 
wait, wait till Chaz hears that. He's gonna be like, he's gonna poop his pants. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so each one of these gifts was actually to signify the life that Jesus was gonna live. It was gonna signify um, him coming into his kingship and people realizing that he's king. It was uh, signifying the worship that people were gonna worship him, and then the death and mourning in the end. Um, the cool thing about the myrrh is, does anyone else know where myrrh is found in the Bible? Uh, his burial. Oh, murder. I knew you were going to say it. I knew someone was going to say it. I didn't know who. I thought it was going to be Matt. It would have been one of us. I thought it was going to be Matt, actually. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. one of two people. So John 19 says, uh, John 19, 38 through 39 says, Later Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, that's a lot of myrrh. Yeah, that's a lot of myrrh. I was like, so, and like I started thinking about this, and it's like, at like this fulfilled the prophecy that was said about Jesus in the Old Testament, with the uh, myrrh at his birth and the myrrh at his death, the beginning and end. And I was thinking about it, and how many times do we have things that we give to God that aren't being used right now, but are used in the end? How many times do we think, how is God going to be able to use this, and it gets used later on, fulfilling what it was supposed to be done? You know, when we think of treasures, we just think of, like, money, right? And we're supposed to tithe. Like, we're supposed to give money. Like, whether it's to the church, whether it's to needy people, wherever it may go, like, we're supposed to give money. But what are other treasures we have that we can use for people? Our life. Our, life uh, our, life our, our past experience. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's part of testimony, so we'll get to that in a minute. Well, our hands. Our hands. Like actual earthly treasures. Let me let me say that. Oh, so like our, like our money, like we did for the yeah. gas station. Yeah, like I said money. Like money is like the easiest one to go yeah. to. Food. But like. I mean, your service. I mean, you can. Yeah, like a young, give, young healthy guy. Give somebody a ride. Or yeah. You know, okay. 24-7. No, that good. costs money. Give somebody a ride. Like you could, like a ride share service. You're going to be car, uh, Uber for Jesus. Connor's an Uber service. That would be so Uber awesome. For Jesus. Uber for Jesus? The Uber and That's all would be free. Church just Uber for a couple days. Dude, that would be Drive awesome. Drive your car around and just let everybody's thing is free. We, we should do that one day. Church like, cab? Yeah. Uber like, the for entire like a, ride, the person has to read the Bible. Like for like a committed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have worship music only in the car. Finish it by the time they get What kind of music do you yeah. like? And just like every station is Christian music. Do you like Maverick City? Try again. Do you like Maverick City? <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, stuff like that, like, our technology, like the apps and stuff we have, like the app that you made, yeah. you're able to reach more people through the treasures of technology yeah. than you were ever able to before. That is a very good, very good uh, illustration. Which is why I don't understand why churches don't use technology the way they should. Because we've had this conversation. Because you can reach way more people using the treasure of technology than you ever could before. Yeah. And churches don't want to use it. People don't want to use it. I partly understand that. Neither here nor there. Well, you know what? Get out of your own house. (laughs) (laughs) Go to your room. Go to your your room. (laughs) Go to the theater. Go eat some corn. Um, 
do Uber, but the entire ride they study verses, and however many they can like say out of memory afterwards is a dollar off of the ride. <laughs> Brown. That's actually pretty yeah, smart. That's not bad. Idea. That's not bad. I'd definitely be taking Parker on that. Yeah. <laughs> Give them really hard ones, and um, then like they have to. Put dude, Parker'd be making money off that. Call it Uber. Goober. Gospel <laughs> Uber. Gospel. Goober. Goober. Yeah, I think you're a Goober. <laughs> the goofy Goober mobile. It's just a picture of like SpongeBob on the side. <laughs> uh, SpongeBob with a Bible. Yeah, SpongeBob with a Bible. This is a sausage fest. What? Oh, what? Matthew. I said that way too loud. I meant <laughs> <laughs> to whisper that, but it came to my head. Right. All right, back to testimony. Testimony. Right. Number four. Testimony. All right, number four is. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's like skipping ahead of each one. Yeah, there, there are females here. Oh, okay. One of the gifts is uh, listening more. Uh, more than you speak, so be quiet and listen to that. For real, everybody, like, let's close our eyes. All right, so last, last one of the gifts. The last one's going to be testimony. So how, how can we use testimony as a gift? Songs. What? What do you mean? Wait, what? Hunter, we're not answering anymore. Yeah. These are all rhetorical. No, you can you can no, answer. Okay, you don't want to you want a rhetorical? <laughs> you don't trust people? Uh, last night, uh, I was I was hanging out with uh, some people and there was an atheist there, which is fine. And which is fine. There was an atheist there, but she didn't know me until now. And I wish that if whenever I'm witnessing to people. I like I like I prefer them to know me before I got saved because they know how I, I used to change be yeah. versus and it makes a huge difference. Yeah, and not trying to like you know be cocky or whatever. Though no, I know, a lot, I, know I know a lot of people and like I like I went to different schools and stuff and they know how I am like you know crazy. So imagine that without Jesus, it was very bad. Yeah, so it makes a big difference. But I wish that atheist knew how I was before. Yeah. They can see the radical change. But we talked about Jesus for like an hour. It's awesome. It is awesome. So you're able to use the gift of your testimony to show other people. Your life story. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, and, I everything. and that's what the uh, like the wise men were able to do once they had left. They were able to go see, go tell people who they had seen. Yeah. And what they were able to do for the king and what they can do for the king. And I feel like a lot of times, like, a lot of people like to doubt their testimonies. Like, a lot of people like to... And I, I was like this for a long time. Same. Like, I've never had, like, I've never lived a wild life. Like, I've been the same person since I was, like, five. Uh, like, same shirt, like, same height and everything. Um, yeah, same shirt same and everything. Shirt. <laughs> same facial hair. Everything else is different. What did you say? Same facial hair. Yeah, same facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> the five-year-old with the... Same head size. Yeah. This is the atheist, by the way. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Friends, um, I did have this big of a head <laughs> when I was up. But anyway, um, you know, and I feel like we, we start to doubt our testimony because we think it can't help anybody. But everyone has something that, that their testimony, now I don't even know what I was trying to say. I just saw you waving. Uh, your testimony can help somebody at some point. And that's why it's so important to share. You didn't, you didn't say this, but... Um, I wrote it down. I, I kind of got it from what you said yeah. from that point. And I said 
The gift of your testimony will change your life. The biggest change in your life can then result in the greatest change in someone else's life. Your, your change, well, I'm getting ready to write this. Your changed life just is a result of the great exchange. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's good. Yeah, that wrapped everything I was saying like into one. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no, that was good though. Like that was way better than I said it. So that's why I'm. But like when Jonathan gave his testimony, like we talked about it. Like you know, it's so hard to tell it at first, but it's so freeing whenever you start to do it, because it frees you being able to tell other people about what you've been through, and it can start to free other people when they realize they're not alone in what they're going through. So no matter what your testimony is, don't be afraid to share it. Because that may be what is going to lead people to Jesus. It's also going to help. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's what. Helps I, yeah. you more. I mean, not more than anything, but like, dude. It, it, I mean, that was when my life started really changing when I started speaking about what I was going through and how far He had brought me. Right. Is when I really started getting fruition to like completely being delivered from it. Yeah. Yeah, like what what you were talking about. Think like, about how many people you're a part of their testimony. Because why do you think I haven't told you my testimony yet? Because it's literally every single one of you in this room. Yeah. Well, you have witnessed my testimony. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a testimony yeah. to tell you because it's all because you're a part it's of it. being developed, yeah. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. Like, testimonies are always being developed, like, day yeah. by day by day by day. That's what I was trying to tell that atheist last night. <laughs> she said, my... Dude, you gotta stop saying it like that. Just What's say it? that. Just say it like that. Her name is Haley. Atheist. Didn't know. Okay. Does not believe Whatever. Whatever, bro. Okay. Very nice no, girl. Atheist. Super nice girl. She's very cool. I got along with her really well. Like genuinely. She's not like a bad person at all. She's she just atheist. has church hurt and some other stuff going on. And uh, some uh, stuff in her family to where it makes it almost impossible for her to believe in God, basically. Gotcha. Anyways, uh, she I tried to tell her uh, what it was about what was I gonna say? Well what, what was just said? What was just said and I clicked uh, right back. She had there. a rough life. No, before that, what did you say? Let me say that. Hey, testimony. Testimony. Yeah. Uh, she tried to say, well, whenever my relationship ended with Jesus, I just started laughing in her face, basically, whenever she said that. Like, I genuinely did. Like, she was like, well, whenever my relationship ended with Jesus, I tried to keep the Bible up off my phone. So I don't want my home, you know, I don't want my home, stuff like that in my home. So I started laughing because she had no idea, you know, whenever she gets saved, how long her testimony is going to be. And that she would look back and say, I literally verbally said my, my relationship with Jesus ended. It really did. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just one break. side of it did. Yeah. yeah. Where she's atheist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is she? Uh, Satanist. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, just a joke. I mean, to be, what, uh, what is it? Tonight, present with the Lord is present with who? What? Satan. If you're not present with the Lord, who are you present with? Satan. If you're not working with the Lord, who are you present with? Who's the world? What's the world? All right, all right. Screw you. Who's the prince of this world? Yeah. We'll get the dogs out. Anyway, I respect it. <laughs> it's his house. I'm going back under the bush. I'm going to back into the, to the hole. Um, but all of these things combined... Isaac's like the bathroom gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time someone wants to go, he's to stand up and move. Uh, gatekeeping the bathroom. Gatekeeper. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Back when I'm trying. 
Alright, Garrett, wrap her up. Alright, wrap her up. Yeah, Garrett. So, the next time you're trying to think of what you can get, not only God, but you can get other people. What are you laughing at? Well, <laughs> what's he doing? Forget FaceTime. We got to put. Are you still thinking about his dogs? I am. Can somebody? I'm doing bad. You're doing great. I really like your message. I do. These boys are immature. Listen, hey, I work with teens. This is so much easier. To be fair, yeah. uh, can someone get a heartbeat check on that dog right there? <laughs> 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 I touched his neck, and he goes. <laughs> bro got mad. Oh, God. that dog was just like mine. All right, Garrett, come on, bro. All right, wrap it up. Did I insult my dog? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Garrett. Everybody else, be quiet. Let's listen again. Hey, no. Wrap it up. It's always good advice, every single time. Oh, the best, <laughs> the best gifts you can get God, are your time, your treasures, your, talent. your talents. And your testimony. But not the thing is, is if you're doing it for God, you're also doing it for other people. So you don't yeah. You can't do it for yourself. Because like I said earlier, everything that He's given us, even our testimonies, are ours to begin with. They're meant to be given back. They're meant to be like so uh let me think of how I'm trying to say this. So in the old testament, the way that they gave gifts to God was through sacrifice. What are the things in your life that you need to sacrifice to give to God? Everything. Everything. Beautiful. We don't have to. We don't have to sacrifice animals anymore because we're already covered by the blood. Yeah. We're already given the free gift of grace. We just have to give Him everything else. Yeah. There's no more killing animals. There's no more uh, even the bad sacrifice. We don't have to do the bad sacrifices anymore, like giving the crappy fruit and stuff like that. Like our only sacrifice. Is to be living for him and everything else is just pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Everything is given to him. But what's the cat's name? Then on that note. See how that cat's silent? That's all I got. Press out, brother. Alright. Catch your bottom, bro. What's his cat's name? Alright. <laughs> Lord, thank you for this night. You've given us thing we just be here in this home. Thank you for Will and Michael willing to open up this home to a bunch of uh, rowdy. 20-year-olds or 18-year-olds, however some of you are, 12, um, 12, 12 year olds um, dogs, cats alike. Lord, I pray you continue to use all of us, Lord, these, these gifts that we have to give, Lord. Let us not think that they're small things, Lord, but know that because they're for you and because they're from you, Lord, there's nothing better. Lord, I pray as we, we just go about our life that we are willing to give our time to you, Lord. We're willing to give our treasures and our talents and our testimony for you, Father. Lord, that other people can continue to see the gifts that we're giving not only affect our lives, but their lives as well, Lord. Lord, I pray we just continue to go out and just be the kingdom. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. amen. All right, good job. Let's do some uh, prayer requests and then we can head out of here.